Walk out the door, you see someone that you know, and they ask you how you are, and you just have to say that you're fine. Yeah. Okay. really fine but you just can't get into it because they would never understand hello you're listening to uk hannah weekly advice podcast i'm your host the real life inspiration for oscar the grouch on account of my green fuzzy body and the fact that i live in a bin dave and i'm more lisa alien abductee pirate and we're going to combine our years of experience listening to people complain and a complete lack of qualifications to solve a mixture of your problems and funny problems other people had that we found on the internet I will read the problems and my spiritual mentor Mona Lisa will do the emotional labour provide the realness and get us to a workable solution or at least that's how it's supposed to work should I read the, the other bit that sometimes I do where I tell people to like submit problems and stuff or yeah. should we just move on no just do it yeah? why not what a guest I'm excited so do it hurry okay. up we love doing this podcast and we love you and we would love to be able to put more time and money into this but that's not a possibility unless we can grow if you enjoy this podcast please do us a huge solid and subscribe review it wherever you listen to your podcasts and recommend it to a friend you think might like it we'd also love for you to continue to submit your problems it can be your problem a friend's problem a problem you found somewhere else or fuck it you can even make it up because we'd never know to submit, you can tweet us at UOKHunPodcast. You can email us on UOKHunPodcast at gmail.com. And just this week, for the first time ever, you can also fucking get us on Instagram because it's the 21st century and we are late adapters to digital trends. We have an Instagram now. Get us at UOKHunPodcast on Instagram. Also follow us. Also like all our pictures. Also watch all our stories. Also, if you're wondering, why didn't they have an Instagram? That was Dave's fault. Yeah, because, uh, yeah, I'll... I don't want. I don't want to explain what that is. Anyway, to our my guest. Look, long story short, I work in social media. I'm really bad at my job. I didn't want to do it for some reason. <laughs> anyway, if you to want to stay 100 percent anonymous, you can also oh. get some curious cat. Oh. Curiouscat dot me slash you. Okay, hun. These links will be in the show description. Lisa, introduce our guest, please. I'm See, I was guest. getting too excited. You were. So we have a guest. She's going to introduce herself. Literally one of our favourite people in the world. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Introduce yourself. Hello! <laughs> I'm Emma, I'm uh, Dave and Lisa's favourite person in the world. One of, I said. Oh, Mick sorry. Oh, well, one of. Yeah, come on. I mean, I feel like I'm everyone's favourite person. Don't get too big for your boots <laughs> early on, right? <laughs> one of. Everyone's favourite narcissist. <laughs> Emma Lowe! <laughs> I feel like I'm very handsy, by the way. I do a lot of clapping. I'm worried that yeah. that, is that going to fuck the podcast Possibly. up? No, it's fine. I, I, I get all the claps out. Just uh, because Emma hasn't bothered to contextualise who she is, I'll explain. She's an influencer. <laughs> um, that's her job. She <laughs> loves that term. Yes. I really do, actually. I'm starting to really like come to terms with it. I think you just lean into it. I think that's the thing. Like When I first said it, I was like, do you know what? There's a part of me that actually really fucking loves that. Yeah. Like, I have... I think I mentioned this in a podcast that I did the other day. Well, that's that right, I am yeah, like, your podcast cheated on us this weekend. I know. How funny is it that the, the, the week that I eventually said that I'd be on this podcast mm-hmm. was the week that that podcast eventually came out. But I have this weird split personality where, like, half of me is, like, the most, like, insecure, like, 
freakishly anxious person ever and then the other half of me is like the most egotistical same biggest arsehole ever same. like and I just flip between them and, and I expect people to just understand which part people of me is I'm on really, display I'm that really day. confident but I'm yeah. actually just like a shell of insecurity but also all, I'm all quite confident sometimes so I'm like oh who knows I can't relate to that I'm perfect <laughs> but then <laughs> I also I think Aquarius same yeah I th- it's, it's very much to do with that yeah, I'm reading true. more and more into it same I'm starting to try and figure out like what my is it like your moon sign your sun sign moon. there's a website you can get like a whole bunch of I know but I was getting so fucking confused I get a little confused about it too and in my head I want to be like an astrologer but I'm like I don't understand I this. think there's just so fucking much and there's quite a lot of like but I do like to be like oh I'm a typical Aquarius it's because Dave for ages used to be like typical, <laughs> typical Scorpio Scorpio that's me <laughs> even though he has are no you like, Scorpio yeah he, he doesn't know tread anything. carefully he doesn't know, know right? anything about astrology he doesn't know anything he's not interested either absolutely he just thought it was funny absolutely any slanderous he just thought it was funny to say typical I read Scorpio. my horoscope very often and I ask people about their birth times do you know more geniuses are born under Aquarius than any other sign really and also more people in mental institutions <laughs> That makes sense mm. because I feel like what I project feel like the world you might be is a crazy is, person, but it's not at all who I am in the inside. I feel like I like have this bravado mm. that like I put it on and everyone's like, ha, 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 she's amazing, and actually inside I'm like, well, no, because mm-hmm. people, it's so funny. People are like that to me. They think that I'm really, really confident. Like people don't even question that I'm not confident. Yeah, but I'm actually like, like faking so it. So so insecure yeah to the point of way more than anyone else I even know like like to the point where it's like you can't even rationalise it oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. like a problem but yeah, like yeah, yeah. yeah it's funny that you whereas... should write a letter into this podcast I should I should write another one sorry we just Maybe chatting randomly yeah. that's fine I mean Emma still hasn't explained why anyone should care who she is do you know what though what who, who I you? feel like I want to like write in a problem but then all my problems are just like shite yeah but that's what people I feel like people hesitate because they overthink their problem yeah. yeah but I'm like sometimes the best problems are ones that are like not like write us anything yeah can't decide what to have for tea fucking give us a shout okay. well, that yeah. is a problem I we'll always have I never know what to eat yeah I always know what I want to do. Do you know, I, sometimes as well, like, my problem was when we were watching, I decided to write mine about my, like, seeming quite aggressive, mm-hmm. was when we watched the Drag Race final, and I was like, oh, I'm kind of vixen. <laughs> yeah, you are a little bit. Yeah, yeah I'm a little bit vixen. Maybe, but not now, see, especially now I'm older, mm. I'm definitely not like that now, but, like, when you I can was young, yourself. I could definitely have been perceived as being that oh, person. I mean, you like that to me still. You deserve it. See? Yeah, <laughs> and I think you maybe you should know when you're like, you know, prodding the bears. Yeah, poking they the bear. Po- yeah, yeah, that is totally. I always like it for yeah. It's because once a line is crossed with me, I will mm. like burn it to the ground. Yes, you like yes. fucking hell. Yeah, fucking solid earth. The works. Also, I'm a twin, so that means like I mastered arguing very early in the womb. Yeah, because you all you just constantly have a person to fight with. <laughs> I bet you really fought Christy in the womb. Don't Blair and Alan, the other twins I know, they one of them kicked and like fucked his toe up. No way, really. What yeah. in the womb? In the womb. Huh? But he had like an ingrown nail. No, it was like not there. Like he had no tongue. I think it was not. No, I just tried to say no tongue. Something yeah, like that. Toner. It was oh, fucked up. Anyway, it was it's fucked up. They were identical. They were. Apart from so the, they could reach each other because they were separated. Yeah, you, yeah they, they shared ones. a sack. Oh. <laughs> so you have bubbles, but it's not a bubble, it's a sack. You were just like, bubbles <laughs> out. <just> bubble. <laughs> like we're like floating about. <laughs> but yeah. Oh, okay. Um, Emma, 
Hello. What do you do? Tell so, us about yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah, right. Go. So basically, I make tit pots. Give a little that... social media promo, you know? This is the thing. Like, I, I am so bad at, like, self promotion. Like, I'm just not one of those people. Oh, you could find Dave it... tells me every week to tell people of my articles, and I'm like, wait, what is it? What am I doing anymore? Yeah. I don't remember. Like, if I go, when I started getting my nails done, I felt really embarrassed, like, telling the girls what I did. Uh, when I say to people I'm a writer, I'm like, uh, I'm a writer. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, uh, and then they're like, what do you write? And I'm like, uh. Because <laughs> people think I'm like writing like my novel or something. Like I'm like, no. I'm like, what I write about? Like, I don't know. Adult fiction. Teen, no, teen, young adult <laughs> I fiction. I might start coming up with different answers. Like, yeah. Ooh, just vampire fiction. <laughs> right, go with it. I'd oh my God. That, yeah, you'd make loads of money. Money maker, yeah. yeah. you're right. But no, I might, uh, for like magazines, like, uh, just about like feminism or like, yeah, but it's not even that. I don't know. I never know what to say because every every week is different. So I'm like, Ugh. and also I just have this weird like, I never want to seem boastful. Mm. I'm just always very self aware of the fact that I'm like I never mm. want to be too like outside mm-hmm. my lane. Mm-hmm. So, so I just like underplay explain, it. Explain what it is. So basically, I make pottery that has predominantly breasts on it to kind of celebrate women. Um, or like self-identifying women um, I do sometimes do other parts of the bodies mm-hmm. but not as often um, and it just kind of started off as a bit of a joke and now it seems to be my full-time job yeah I have one I have yes. a pot with my own breasts on it that's true and I love it and it sits on my desk I just I saw it like maybe five minutes ago yeah I, was I like, love oh, it it's at the yeah. hub the centre of Lisa's information hub holding her pens which is very important and it inspires her daily. It, it does. does. I love it. <laughs> I, I'm very choosy over things that are kept on my desk. That's so nice. Yeah, I love it. I feel um, very honoured. Yeah, I really love it. I like to look at my own breasts all the time mm-hmm. <laughs> in pottery form. This is the thing. I think it's one of those things where we're just fed this like ideal of what you're supposed to look like as a woman. And if you don't look that certain way, then you feel like shit. Mm-hmm. And so... Oh, Berbatov's got a little... Strongly. Yeah, he also feels very strongly about just, breasts. He does. He loves them. Oh, hey, he's come to join me. Oh, no, but that, this, is, this, is just, this is just a cross that's the not, line. That's not going to happen. Please. Please, <laughs> Everyone's please. familiar with Berbatov on the podcast. They know he likes to be involved. He's very vocal about the breast issue. But yeah. I think that's something that's really important to your work, though, right? Like, the yeah. different representing different was just like being inclusive was kind of like people ask me about that a lot and it just in my head it's like well why wouldn't I try and be as inclusive as I possibly can like a lot of the work that I started off doing was commission based Mm -hmm. so and the reason I stopped doing so much commission based work was because I was just getting the same kind of thing which which felt like I wasn't really getting much diversity right um what do you mean? People were only sending. Well, the, I their mean, breasts were the only people that sent their breasts yeah. to get done had pretty normal, or like what you would classify as like stereotypically like, kind of good breasts or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Because obviously, perhaps they had the confidence to do that. Exactly, whatever. exactly. And I think I needed to kind of get out of that zone in order to encourage other people uh-huh. who maybe don't look that way yeah. to then get in contact and be like, I want to have mine done. Well, it's so important though because representation is so important to like how we normalise yeah. what actually is normal. But instead we and have And to that inspire pers- yourself. Totally. Like I was listening to a podcast the other day about um, Slay in Your Own Lane, that book that's been written and it's the Black Girl Bible. And there's like all these statistics about how 
black young black girls if they have a black teacher then they go on to do much better things because they feel represented and they feel like they can actually right they have like a role model that they mm-hmm. can associate themselves with whereas if you don't have that oh yeah but what yeah what what kind of what's your kind of identity like, yeah it's almost like if you if it's like if you can't see it then you can't be it well yeah but that's really important i think though like kind of mainstream culture almost won't acknowledge something like that and i yeah. think it's nice now that like and especially as you get older as well you realise that your body will be forever changing. And mm. I think, you, especially when you're young, you strive for a kind of ideal. But, like, I think as you get older, you realise that, one, the idea is probably never attainable. And, two, even if it is, you're then dedicating your entire life in the maintenance of that ideal. Yeah. Like, what else do you have in your life then? Well, exactly. And this is the thing. Like, I think a lot of people take what I do on face value and they just think it's about, like seeing representation and feeling more comfortable with your body but actually what I'm trying to do is relieve the social pressure of looking a certain way so that you can uh, you can spend more time on the things that you actually should be enjoying in life like I think a lot of people do get very hung up on like how they look and we were talking about earlier on like I I'm just never been one of those people that if it if it takes a lot, lot of effort I'm just not going to do it. So, like, for me, it's never really been that much of an issue. I look the way that I look, which probably helps quite mm-hmm. a lot as well. Yeah, because you have a kind of normal... Uh, yeah, yeah, like, I'm very much as, like, represented. Thin white lady. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, I'm everywhere. Yeah. I'm fucking sick of me. That's another reason why oh, I do same. it. Oh, same. I get that really... But that's my thing. Especially, see, since I watch so much Korean things, I'm like... See, when I, like, go back to, like, Western media and I watch things, I'm like, this is the thing... I am just bored mm-hmm. of seeing the same fucking white lady. I, I don't want to see that anymore. Like, it's just so boring to me. Like, the, the, the one of the things that is really good about the different things that are now including, like, very diverse things, is just the, the actual diversity of it. Yeah. It's just more interesting. 100%. And you learn more and you experience more and, like, just being able to, like, talk to other people or, like, opening avenues that you maybe wouldn't have done before because you've just never bothers uh-huh. to to do that like i think you really have to like seek out what you want mm. so like i'm trying to make a big effort to seek out what i want uh-huh. so for my personal growth but also to like kind of inspire and encourage other people to feel a certain way about their body well because it's so sad it's it's when you think about it it's so sad because that's what i always think about like for obviously like we've talked about like my issue with like hormones and stuff and like gaining a lot of weight and that was really difficult for to, to deal with but at the same time i'm like I know a lot of people have had really bad eating disorders or, you know, they've struggled with that. But at the same time, it's like, I need to always remember that. Like, for as much as it bothers, like, weight bothers me or anyone is bothered by how they look. Mm. See, ultimately, your life and your health is the most important thing. And you should be appreciative of that. Yeah. Like, ultimately, aesthetics don't really matter. And it's not like, yeah, okay, it bothers me. But at the same time, I have someone that loves me. So what the fuck does it really matter? Yeah. You know what I mean? But that, it's so hard to, And your body... like works, works majoritively like yeah, in your yeah, favour it does what you want and need it to do yeah completely and that's and again especially as you're getting older as well and you're like oh what's the point what does it matter I'm going to be I'm going to be aging anyway yeah I wake up in the morning now and my back fucking kills <laughs> and I'm like oh my god I miss the days where I just used to like fucking fanny about and nothing hurt but wouldn't and- it be funny if you spent your life like killing yourself to get this great body but then you're just starting to age anyway, so you're losing it anyway. It's kind yeah, of it like... Yeah, it becomes more and more of a battle. Yeah, and I'm just kind of like, is that even really worth it? Like, see when you see shows like Love Island and stuff, and all these people have, like, perfect bodies, but I'm like, 
that must take so much of their time. Yeah, and it's really interesting on Love Island how you don't ever see them working out. Like, how do those girls maintain that yeah, body? Completely. Like, I, that's what really freaks me out about those shows is there's no Some emphasis reality. put on the reality of what it takes to look like that. Like, especially those guys. Those guys are looking swollen there. Like, they are not. Mm. Like, if they stop yeah. working out for like at the time that some of them are in there, they would start to lose that definition, and they don't. No. I mean, you do sometimes see the boys a little bit, like a little, little push ups or something, but like, but it's never like an intense workout that you it would take to get to that. But point. again, it's just like kind of normalizing that, and and I think that's something that people need to learn. Like, like just because you look a certain way or you have a certain body doesn't mean you're going to be happier in life. Doesn't mean anyone's going to love you anymore. Doesn't mean yeah. any of those things. They're actually really secondary. Yeah, and I think it's really interesting when you look at someone like Megan in Love Island. Like she's obviously had a lot of work done. She spent quite a lot of money, and there's speculation oh, about well, how much. Dragging her for that. Well, yeah, but then it's also just like she's not actually that interesting. Like I don't. She's not like my favorite person in there because I don't think there's much substance behind what she looks mm. like, and I'm so much more about like what someone thinks about stuff and how people feel about moral... I always say that, or, like, like, it's so funny, like so when you're watching something, you know, like, you see someone that you think, like, like a celebrity crush, hmm. see the second they're, like, really dumb or something, like, I'm, I'm like, done. nope, I'm done, like, I, I mean, can't... I always had that problem. Like, can't deal with can, it. Like, you can look at someone and be like, yeah, okay, like, this is fine, but then literally you can tell within five seconds whether you're going to like that person or not, and it's just like, nope, it's for me it's done, it's over. You sit, you know, meet somebody like oh they're, they're really good looking and they're just like uh, people are coming over here from other countries and taking our jobs. And like, <laughs> You're like no, nope. disgusting. Fuck I hate you. yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm the same. I can't. It's like why them. why you should never meet your heroes because yeah. usually your heroes are a fucking asshole. I always find that all the time when I watch stuff and then I'm just like oh there's another one. It's another another one bites the dust. Dumb, idea. <laughs> Yeah. Like, seriously. But then I think, again, that's what's really good about, like, the body positive movement mm. and, like, things like your pots and there's, there's uh, so many other people that do similar stuff. Representing just different, difference. That's what it's about. Because yeah. we, the more we get used to seeing that, the more our perceptions about sort of the normal air quotes. Can like, I ask you guys a question? Mm. Yeah. I had a really interesting thought, like, a few weeks ago now, and I've been looking for, like, an opportunity to bring it up in the podcast. This seems like the perfect time. I heard uh, a woman talking about body positivity and she was saying, I don't want to be body positive. I don't want to be positive about body. I don't want to be, what I want is what men have. I want to be body oblivious. And that really resonated with me because mm. that's the thing. Like, I am not a good shape of a man. Like, I'm, I'm tall, which is great. And I have shoulders, which is, helps me carry weight. But like, you know, I'm a, I look like a fucking ogre, really. <laughs> In reality, I like seriously that is paint, a lie. paint me green, shake my head. I'm basically Shrek. Like, if I, if I, take my tape, if I take my fucking top off, I'd be like, get out of my swamp. Like, and I, like, but even then, like, I do find that okay, over the years, like, as I've put weight on, I have become more aware of my own body and start to hate it a little bit more. But at the same time, there's still plenty of times of the day where I'm like, wait, I've just gone like an hour without like holding my gut in because at that time I was completely oblivious to what my body looked like. And I used to be a lot more like that as well. Because I've always had the same face. Mm-hmm. I've always had the same height and all that. And it never bothered... My body never bothered me before. Mm-hmm. So what do you think about body obliviousness well, as versus I, body I would positive? love it. But I just think for women, there's just... Within our society at the moment, there's no possible way that women... Unless you're just this random woman that has that. I don't think there's any possible way that we could get that. Because it isn't just about even aesthetic terms of like the beauty ideal because in reality most women want to kind of have your sort of like 
thin. Like most women want to be kind of thin and like modelly looking. But you also have the other aspect of women's bodies where it's what men want them to look like. And it's mm. that kind of sexualised aspect. Mm. So it's like women are kind of fighting it on two different fronts in a way. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like women like kind of model the way models look and stuff because like clothes look pretty and they're tall and nice and they look kind of graceful and elegant. But like men want men to, like, you know, men want it. Then it's all to do with like tits and ass. And, yeah. and it's just like, so women have to fight that issue on so many fronts. I just don't even think it we could be oblivious. No, and I also think nowadays, like, maybe men of a certain age are oblivious, but I think younger men are definitely not, and I think we're getting to a point now where it actually... It's definitely affecting men more. Yeah, yeah. like, you know, show, shows like Love Island are going to affect men, because they're going to think, well, you know, the only guy on there that doesn't have abs is Jack, and okay, he's actually done quite well for himself, but then maybe that's his privilege as, as a male, uh-huh. that it doesn't really matter whether he's got abs or not. Well, that, well, that's the thing. How many, fucking, how many pure fucking supermodels is he walking about with guys? Jonathan! Like, yeah, he did, but he talked about it a lot at first. You know, like he kept, he did talk about it. Not he almost, made jokes about it. He was almost like putting on this like yeah, brave face, like, you could I'll, tell I'll, I'll walked, take the piss out of me before you take the piss out like, of me. You could tell when he walked in. And I think he knew because his personality was like so big and, and he kind of knew that he would be okay, be okay on that. Lip. But like, you could tell when he walked in and he saw those guys, he must have just been like, Shit, I have to take my shirt off. Like, <laughs> should have probably not eaten that donut. <laughs> yeah. Or ten. <laughs> but like, I don't know. Do you feel like you would ever be body oblivious? I feel like sometimes I catch myself forgetting that it really matters. Mm. But then something happens and I'm like, oh, actually, do you know what? Like, I'll try a pair of jeans on. And I'm like really like up and down, like really straight. So, like, I don't have the ass to, like, fill out a pair of jeans the way that I would want to. Mm -hmm. So even just, like, small, minute things like that, it's not necessarily that anyone's ever told me that. It's just that I expect my body to do Mm -hmm. things that it physically cannot do Mm -hmm. and would never be able to do. Well, that's always the thing as well. Like backflips. I'm always trying to do a backflip. Well, sometimes as well, like, you know, sometimes you want something about someone else's body, but they actually hate that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, someone may be really thin, whereas you... But they actually wish they were curvier, or mm. like, and that's what's so kind of dumb about the whole thing. Want what you can't have. Yeah. I think it's really interesting. Like whenever I go to the hairdressers, and I used to get like really mad haircuts, right? Like I love your hair. I would love <laughs> to get my haircut like yours, right? It just doesn't suit me because my nose is so pointed that it just look like a shrew. <laughs> I look like a shrew, and it's just not a good look. And I've come to terms with it now. For everyone who has known been... what my hair looks like, I have a mullet. It's, a, it's like a monk's haircut, completely it's beautiful. shaved. I love, I love my mullet. It's a ring so good. The back. Uh, mullet is now one of my favourite hairstyles. Yeah, ever. you really suit it. Like, it looks really good on you. Thanks. So I would like go to the hairdressers monk. expecting my face to look like yours when I get the mullet, and then I'd come out and look like a shrew and be like, fuck, I've done it again. See, now forever, I'm just going to like think of you as a shrew. I do. I look like a shrew. So, but then that, I think for me, like that's what I've always thought, right? Like I've never been particularly confident, but I know what. Like I remember one time going to like a fancy dress thing when I was really young, and everyone was trying on outfits, and someone made me. And they were like, "You have like the colourings of Snow White," because I've got really pale skin, dark hair, and they made me try on a Snow White outfit, and I put it on, and I remember <laughs> I was just like, "No, like this is never that. I am not this type of person. Like this is this is not for me." Yeah. I know that sounds kind of dumb because it's a costume, but like, I'm very much like you have your own sort of vibe and your own sort of Style. identity, and that yeah. is what suits you the best. Do you know what I mean? And you may like hair, or like, there's plenty of things I like on people. Like, I can see people's outfits or whatever and think, oh, that's really cool, but I'm like, that's just not my vibe, yeah, at all. 
And I think that is helps with people with their confidence a lot. I also think it's probably a lot to do with confidence in the way that it doesn't even fucking matter if you look like a shrew. If you look like a shrew, fucking do the shrew. Yeah, do the Be shrew. Be happy with the fact that you look like a shrew. It doesn't matter. Totally. But it's just getting to that place of like, this is me, I feel comfortable, I don't care. So yeah, I probably see, will uh, never... But I, also, but I also forget, like, I don't see my, my hair now. I think it looks quite boring. Yeah. But then because I've I, had yeah. so many hair cuts that are like ridiculous that I'm like I see everything as boring mm-hmm. you've spent your entire relationship trying to be like we're going out I need to make my outfit exciting I'll just put this extra thing on <laughs> now it's like literally you've got like neon strips and like wheelies and like eight pairs of sunglasses and you're on fire <laughs> and you're like David this is boring this is like what I'd be around the house it's I can't go out like, like this. dressing gowns but like Dave's like not everyone wears like silk dressing gowns everywhere but I'm like it's because yeah. I wear it every day that I think it's boring like it's normalised yeah. yeah this is not this is like my uniform now I'm like Carl Lagerfeld I just wear the same thing every day <laughs> I want to be like that. Do it. Just pick something. Mine's is just like black and dressing gowns and yeah. silver jewellery. But then do you not ever get like, I feel like maybe you don't get this because you are a little bit more out there and you have fun with what you wear. Whereas I'm probably my like stereotypical like average outfit would be jeans and a white t-shirt, which is like very no, like... because you think that, look what I'm wearing. I'm just wearing a black t-shirt and like black trousers. I actually really like But look like at this basics. silky dress again. Yeah, but that's just the extra. Like, my actual basics and the are jewelry. really simple. I really like simple clothes, so... Yeah. Part of it's to detract from the fat. <laughs> you don't you know? detract from the fat. <laughs> Do you know what I mean, though? But, like, I like simple. Yeah. Like, for me, like, plain t-shirts are some of my favourite clothes. Yeah. I just think it looks really kind of chic in a way. Yeah, and I also really don't... I am the weirdest person because I love attention when I'm comfortable with it, but as soon as I get unwanted attention, same. it makes me feel like I'm literally going to like fold inwards yeah, and same. burst into flames. So if I wore something that was like really outlandish and I wasn't feeling good, it would make me so much worse. Same. But I think like with the whole like um, being unaware about your like, what was it again? Me- male... When men are body... Body oblivious. Body oblivious. Mm. It catches me by surprise how much I actually care about mm. stuff still. And I think it's just so ingrained in women mm-hmm. that it would have to be, like, generations down that this mm-hmm. is possible. Because it's just, like, like just like little micro see- things you pick up on. Like, there's yeah. shit that my mum says that I'm like, oh, I, I think that way because my mum thinks that way about her body. Uh-huh. So, well, it's funny because I was speaking to my sister and she's got a similar shape to you. She's kind of a little bit taller than me. She's very sort of thin and kind of straight up and down. And she was talking about someone like, look, she said you looked fat or something. And I got kind of annoyed at her because I'm kind of like, do you see how thin you are? Mm. Like, do you, do you know what I mean? This is not a problem. You know what I mean? But like, that's me seeing her. Yeah, you know, but in her head, she's thinking about an insecurity or something, and I'm like, and that's the thing, because that's the dumb thing about it, because that's the fucking real tea about this. See, you could get the perfect body, the perfect butt, the perfect boobs, the perfect everything, like those people in fucking Love Island. It's never enough. No, you just keep wanting. Yeah, you think, oh, I'll be happy once I have all this, but then you're like, oh no, now my nose is a little too thin, and then you start to micropick, like you know, like people could end up on botched. You know, they all started yeah. somewhere. I mean, I always think they look great. I love, I love that. I love same. that kind of like... Same. Love a heavy I think plastic surgery. Yeah, if you're going to go for it, like, go extreme. But, like, 
in in reality, that's the thing with. I, I think everyone starts from somewhere, so they just you know. Of course, and it's like usually the thing that actually is the thing that needs fixing, which I'm putting in quotation marks is nothing to do with physicality and everything to do with like your mental state completely and ultimately that's what i think we should all want is the body above this or not even the body above this, but but appreciation for your body as a vessel of, yeah and the kind of like what it's doing for and i know a lot of women once they have babies get that you know like it can sustain life and feed their baby and they kind of appreciate the kind of but then it's like, why do you have to get to that point to realise that you're like, no, you're breathing not. without even fucking yeah. thinking about breathing? Yeah. Like, I'm when thinking you... about it now. <laughs> well, sorry. Oh, now I'm aware I've got feet. Brilliant. Thank <laughs> you. But yeah, like, you just like, you put one foot in front of the other when you wake up in the morning. Like, you just automatically, like, you know, you're alive and usually able to, like, take on the day. Yeah, I think that would like, be. Where's a bit the appreciation of... for that? Yeah, rather than body oblivious, it would be body appreciation just for the actual. The miracle of life. Yeah, basically. Cool. Basically. Yeah. Right, should we get started? That's pretty good. Well, no, I mean the problem. Oh, we've got fucking so many problems. Wait, no, that's not it. No. Listen, we haven't mentioned the... I never get tunes right. (laughs) We didn't mention the Patreon. Oh, okay. Right, let's Should we talk about that before we do the problem? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Hi, guys. Uh, Dave here. (laughs) (laughs) Again. Um, uh, We have set up a Patreon page. Um, because we want lots of money. Just because we're beggars, that's yeah, aesthetic. We're, we're because Lisa wants to get loads of plastic surgery and end up on bots. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that is the dream, to be honest. Also, if I could end up on this morning a small segment talking about my plastic surgery, that's the dream. The Absolutely. Dream. I'll see you there. <laughs> so, we have set up a Patreon page. Um, basically, podcast takes quite a lot of time and effort, and we love doing it. It's fun. But... Don't pay the bills, would, though. Well, this is it. We would also like to be able to have more time to prepare things and go into more detail about stuff and also improve audio quality. But, you know, times is tough in this economy. (laughs) So what we've done is we've set up a Patreon. Now, if you listen to this podcast, which I know a bunch of people do regularly, and you think to yourself, wow, they seem like really good people. I would like to give them, you know, maybe a cup of coffee or a pint a pint of lager, because that's what men drink. Although if you bought Dave a pint, he would be like, oh, I don't drink this. Cocktail, please. <laughs> um, Are you the kind of man who doesn't drink a pint? Yeah, fucking, Dave, Where have you ever seen me with a pint? I mean, I can't remember the last time I saw you like in a pub. Rosé wine. Oh my God, yeah, you are a rosy wine <laughs> yeah, drinker. So if you think to yourself... Shit! You're, ah, yes! I would love to that's give like Dave... iconic Dave. With a bottle of rosy, yeah. I would love to give Dave the value of exactly half a bottle of Blossom Hill White Zinfandel so that he can get a little bit drunk and a bit of a lush. <laughs> then what you can do is you can submit a couple of credits to our Patreon. I'm not asking for a lot. Just have a coffee, a, a pint of lager, a half bottle of wine, some treats for Berbatov so he shuts the fuck up and leaves us alone when we're trying to record just some of these things you can do so on Patreon <laughs> he's so angelic look at him he's just sitting over there acting like he didn't do anything wrong so please <laughs> uh, if you enjoy the podcast and you want to support us I'm going to have to write a script for this next week this is the free ball and it is too it's not going well basically Help me bail give me out here. them your money there you go you heard it from a third party no bias it's involved. not begging if it's not us it's not begging if it's not us that's exactly <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to sample that and just use that every episode <laughs> it wasn't us we didn't say it uh, so yeah that's what you can find it you okay on Patreon you know what it is go find it whatever it's fine who cares <laughs> let's do a problem okay okay go okay. so you ready for this 
so I hope I know who the person is because sometimes I never know who it is and I feel like such a moron. I feel like you'll get this one. <laughs> you will get this one. You will. Is it Paris Hilton? <gasps> is it self-made millionaires? Hi, Mona Lisa and Dave and any guests you might happen to have on this week. <laughs> you know when you're like really successful and like you know it's because you're really smart and like super talented and stuff so you deserve it. Well, I know that about me myself because I'm like really successful actually. But recently a bunch of haters have made me second guess myself. And I'm totally in a spiral just now and I'm like not staying hydrated because of it. I have no regrets in life. I mean, if I post the wrong selfie, then I'm like, ugh, the other selfie was much better than that selfie. But other than that, I don't really regret anything normally, but I'm starting to regret making so much money. People just hate you for it. What happened was, basically, I invented makeup. (laughs) And because I invented it, I got a lot of money because we just got some cheap ColourPop stuff and charged five times the price for it. (laughs) And then, when I didn't sell some stuff, I just changed the name and pretended it was a different colour. You know, standard business stuff. (laughs) Now, I'm nearly a billionaire. Suck it, Kim. People are actually trying to imply that I'm not self-made somehow. (laughs) I mean, just because my family happens to be a little bit famous, that doesn't mean I couldn't have become an overnight success selling overhyped makeup to tweens who shop on Fashion Nova and aspiring YouTubers if I was a nobody like you guys. <laughs> I actually had a very rough start in life. I was something of an ugly duckling, actually. My parents broke up because my dad revealed a long-held and tragic secret that was hidden in the closet for decades. I had always thought of my father as an all-American hero, the athlete from the cereal boxes, but that was a lie. It turned out that all this time my father was secretly a big dumb golf playing rich republican (laughs) asshole. My teens were a hard time for me. My therapist says I might suffer from dysthymia, but I told her I always use condoms. Anyway, can you make everyone like stop saying I'm not self-made or talking about my privilege or standing outside the gates of my house with a guillotine? I mean, if all it takes to be successful is a ton of money, a ruthless momager, your own huge reality TV show, and a level of fame the intensity of which has never been seen or experienced before, then how come my brother is such a useless piece of shit failure? Hope you can help. Hope you can help. TTYL, Kylie Jenner. I did it! Yay! <laughs> the read of Rob. Oh my god. It's Put true though. It is true though. How does he manage to do so bad? His sock company. I know. That's Every time why. anytime I feel sad, I just look it up and I'm like, Do you know they're right. one of the sponsors oh, of Drag Race? Like see if you're a guest on Drag Race, they give you a bag full of stuff and one of the things is his socks. Yeah, I feel like it's maybe like been advertised. Yeah. Is that to be funny? No. No, I don't Oh think wow, so. really? Well, interesting. Yeah. Not who I thought his target demographic would be. So I feel like anyone and anyone. Did you enjoy the letter? Yeah, it was good. Well, it's great. Someone it was really good. It. Someone else wrote it, so. Um, I'll tell them you thought it was good. Are you happy you guessed? I know, how amazing was that? Nailed it. I Some mean, to be honest, it has been quite a big story this week. And I'm, I, I like, it's something that I like, it's something that we talk about a lot. Yes. Like, people and their privilege. I think it's a really important thing to talk about. Mm-hmm. But just the whole thing has been so sort of amazing. I have some takes on it. I have some. I have some thoughts. Okay, what are your thoughts? Well, yeah, give a, I don't want to like you know start off on the right foot. First, I'll ask you a question. Now, 
obviously everyone has been pretty universally critical of, of Kylie Jenner because not not that she technically said she was someone else was like she is self-made I don't know even know if she false. thinks yeah I don't even know if she thinks she's self-made well but. they've defended it especially Kim I don't actually know if Kylie said anything I know Kim's said that she has defended and said that she is self-made right okay so well in any <sighs> case fuck the whole bougie family I hope they get killed but <laughs> technically right there's an interest in I, I saw someone now I hate all billionaires, right? Yeah, I don't think no one should be a billionaire. No one should yeah. be. No one should even be a multi-millionaire. There's nothing that you can do for humanity that is of equivalent value that you could be worth that much money, millions and million yeah, times same. more than the lowest paid person in the world. Mm. Like, there's nothing that you can do. Like, billionaires shouldn't exist. We should definitely guillotine them all and redistribute their wealth around people that need it. But we don't need to kill them. Just take all their I money mean, away. We could just kill. Let's just kill them. What if, okay. what if they like become billionaires again? <laughs> don't want it to happen. Prevent future billionaires, okay. decapitate them. Anyway, that's just me. That's not my views. Do not reflect the views of the podcast. <laughs> but someone very, I think, kind of rightfully pointed out, and I saw a lot of feedback to this. But people, it's the woman said, if her name was Kyle, not as much of a fuss would be getting made about that. Yes, this is one thing that I was thinking about whilst you were reading it. I think there is a big, big problem with women making money. I agree, and I think there's a big issue with women who are deemed as rich and also because she's made her money in um like cosmetics a female driven yeah, industry yeah, totally. yeah. i think there's a lot to be said about that as well i agree but it's like not that it's just people are buying dri- it not that it's just female driven anymore it's yeah but have you seen the GoFundMe to me no of course no. i'm like that's insane that is a level of bootlicking i did not think was even con- conceivable by a human being yes yeah, oh same. wow you only have like Oh, you've only got like 90% of a billion. Everyone, quick, quick, sell your fucking meds. Sell your house. Be homeless. We need to get more money to Kylie Jenner. Fuck you. Who does that? Come on, a fuck. Wait, I missed that. What? Yeah, Someone there's a GoFundMe. Go fund Someone put her to, get her, to, a to get her to a billion. Oh my god! And so people have donated money to it. That's insane. Passed. Like, what's wrong? That with is you? insane. Like, that's who are these people? Yeah, who are those people? You should know. get them to listen to the podcast because uh, they would definitely donate. <laughs> yeah, guys, oh, give us some money. Fucking if right. you're going to donate to Kylie, please donate to us instead. Yeah, we need yeah. it. We need it more. We're almost. We're, I'm also. We're, a, a we're almost billionaires, leader. but we're not quite there. What the hell? I had no idea that that was a thing. Honestly, it's it's really mind blowing. I mean, I think the whole thing it really just speaks whether you're at her level or you know far lower level. It's it's all to do with privilege. Yeah. And that and we talk about privilege a lot, and it's that weird terror that people have to acknowledge their own privilege mm. because if you acknowledge it, it, it's somehow taken away from your achievements yeah like the Pierstasio are going to cover and kick down your door and take away your things because you acknowledge like, you got look, it unfairly let's, let's put it this way Kylie has done an impressive thing you're right it, it's it, her fame her celebrity and everything is hugely important element to her success but isn't the complete element it's 100% no. Kylie created something that people wanted. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, and she's really worked very hard for that. Yeah, and I'm sure she has. Same with Kim. Kim has business savvy. She does. But They're just does, born into that. But does that mean... Like, it, that's not, like... Again, it's, it's not the whole reason her business is successful, but it's no. a huge part of it. And it's to do with that privilege. Like, if... I don't understand. Why can't you just acknowledge that? Like... 
Yeah, like, what's going to happen if you acknowledge it? It doesn't, you're not lose money, no one's going to... I guess probably so much of it's to do with seeking validation that they feel like they're not getting. Like, perhaps they don't feel respected as business people. But I'm like, well, you're not a white guy in a suit. Well, like, you're terrifying oil companies. You'll probably never be respected as a businessman. Yeah. Because that's what people expect business people to be. Mm. Yeah. So I'm like, you're kind of fighting a pointless battle in that way. And I think, like, from, like, a business point of view, like, obviously, I have always been very, like, open with the fact that, like, if I didn't look the way that I look, I don't think my business would be as successful. Like, well, I mean, you, so, so you have an element of privilege in your business in the way that you've got a big social media. Yeah. Right? So within that, and obviously, that's not taking away anything that you no. did. But now, if you post something, you're much more likely to sell something because you have a, compared to someone else who perhaps doesn't have that. Yeah. But like that's just you being realistic, and like that's not that's not disregarding anything that no. you've done. And like, well, but I don't feel fragile it. enough that that would affect. But me. that's what it is very fragile, and you'd think people at that level wouldn't be so fragile. Yeah, you'd think that they would maybe be a bit they'd understand a little bit more. But part of it's, pro- again, it's that weird thing. and Because I always say that story about privilege, like people don't understand privilege. Like, I honestly think so much of their, their problem is ignorance. Like, see, when I, I always talk about, like, I'm from a really rough, like, council estate. Like, people that lived beside me didn't have food or heat in sometimes. Like, you actually didn't have necessities. And then when I went to uni, I met people that were, like, the middle class. Yeah. But the middle class refused to acknowledge their own privilege because they see it like they didn't have Well, they're enough. not top of the rung. Well, yeah. they're, they're looking up the way, not down the way. Yeah, so they see it like, we didn't, you know, we didn't... We didn't we're going go on holidays to Spain every year. Yes, right? And I'm like, no, you don't get it. You're, you, you, what you're missing in your life is, is like, is privilege, basically. Yeah. Is yeah. luxury. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What people beneath you are missing is necessities. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I'm like... See, people, I would have huge fights with people who would not understand that. And I'm like, you're not understanding me. You were thinking, I didn't get that much for Christmas this year. And I'm thinking, like, the, we had to look after our next door neighbour's baby because she couldn't afford to feed it. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, that's a very different situation. And I think with Kylie in that, it's almost like, I don't even think Kylie Jenner, Kylie's been, it's not like the rest of the Kim in that, they're older. They, I mean, they've always been wealthy, but not as wealthy. K- Kylie and Kendall don't even know what it's like to not be that wealthy. Well, that's the kind of thing. It's like, when you're born into that kind of environment, when are you really going to be subjected to... I don't even think It's almost like they don't think it exists. That. Yeah, but that was what I was saying. See, see, when I spoke to people like that, like, about that, a lot of these middle-class people genuinely, genuinely did not think people in Britain struggled well, to feed yeah. themselves. And they just didn't think that was a thing anymore. And I'm like, it was ignorance. And I think a lot of it is that with the Jenner's sisters. I just don't even, I don't even think Kylie even understands what her privilege is. So that's why she can't acknowledge it. Yeah, exactly. I don't think she realises that having that, that platform and having that amount, like how many social media followers, the social media makes business now, right? So how many social media followers does she have before she started her business? what, like, millions? If you put something... If you have millions of followers and you're going to sell something... There's going to be a, a massive percentage of people that are going to want to buy something because they're there because they're invested in you. The difficulty yeah. is, like, she wouldn't even need to have any followers. Like, if you're sitting there without an Instagram, without a Twitter or whatever, as soon as she fucking puts it up there, 
and people are like, that's her. People will flock to her, like in a magnetic audience attracting to her. Like, when you're, it's not even just wealthy. When you're wealthy, you've got, basically you've got this comfort blanket to fail as many times as you want, and you have a bunch of sycophantic people that will want to try and make it work for you because they want to leech off your wealth. And number two, if you're famous, you have, you have an audience. You don't even have to be doing anything, and there are people there desperate, desperate to gobble up your shit. Yeah, they want mm-hmm. a bit of you. Little fucking greasy hogs. Like, I can yeah, get yeah, yeah. them. They want it. <laughs> well, that is a really important part of it, though, the mm-hmm. fame aspect. Because fame's so odd in that way. Like, I'm a big makeup person. Like, I have a lot of makeup. But, like... Do you have Kylie keep... makeup? No, not at all. No, me neither. No, because I'm like, I want good makeup. Like... I repackage ColourPop. Burn. Well, and now some of the stuff, like I've seen reviews of her stuff. I know some of the stuff's not that bad anymore. Mm. But then I'm like, for me, I would rather buy something. I mean, I guess I don't wear makeup like normal people though. Like I like my makeup to look a bit weird. Like I'm not like cut creasing and wearing fake eyelashes or anything. So maybe if you want that like look, maybe you'd. It's not like I like weirder colors. Like I'm wearing red today, but I like blacks and stuff like that. It's like. You know, Kylie, mm-hmm. to me, her brand doesn't really fit with It's me. very, like... Yeah, exactly. It's very mainstream. Like, but I think a lot of those kind of, like... Like, I love Rihanna, but I fucking hate her makeup. Well, the weird thing with... No offence. Well, the weird thing with yeah, Rihanna... Yeah, it, it doesn't fit with my, my skin. So, the so we- that is bad. It just doesn't work with the skin that I have, well, which is absolutely fine. The weird thing with Rihanna's makeup to me was... Rihanna was never someone known for her makeup. Like, yeah. Like Kat Von D, right? I, I'm not honest. Or like but... Lady Gaga. If she brought something out like that, you'd maybe understand it a little bit more because she's a little bit more like... Well, I hate Lady Gaga, so I wouldn't care. But, <laughs> <laughs> but like Kat Von D, for example, right? She was pretty known for her tattoos. Very creative person. And she's known for her makeup, right? So it kind of made sense that she would go into makeup. Like whether you like her or hate her, it makes sense. Whereas I'm like, Rihanna? Rihanna yeah, because she always just had like a kind of like... I couldn't even tell like you just off Rihanna's the beach look. face. And she's got an amazing makeup artist, right? Her makeup artist, one of her makeup artists she worked all the time is fucking amazing. But I'm like, is that not just you doing all the work? Well, this is the thing. I watched a video of Rihanna doing her own makeup with her makeup the and other the day. Book. It was so bad. It was just like, but, it's, but part of it's like, Rihanna's not good at makeup. Hmm. She's beautiful. That's why yeah. she's good at makeup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why she yeah. sells stuff because people want to buy into that ideology that if they buy it, it's like the fucking haircut thing again. It's also because she actually caters for people with different skin tones. Though. I mean, yeah, the, I mean, the, the, the range is amazing. Point. But yeah. at the same time, like, some of the stuff that she puts out there, I'm just like, I would rather you had made more investment in like I don't know not green lipstick what's interesting though so who's wearing green lipstick well what's interesting you I mean know, I, no I wouldn't wear, the, the weird thing who is, does no I've never certain, seen anyone wearing it well there's certain things that I would I mean I do have green lipstick I don't know <laughs> like I do I, so <laughs> I am um, out of Rihanna's stuff like see if I could take anything I wanted I would only take a certain amount of it there's a lot of stuff I'm like yeah. I would never wear that mm. and what's weird is she kind of didn't follow any makeup trend She's just putting out, seems to be stuff that she likes, but now what's weird, because it, people are so kind of lemming about it, they've just been like, everyone's like, oh, kind of glittery eyeshadow. Oh, like it's, oh, it's just subtle. I'm like, bitch, that's just no pigment. If that was any other makeup brand, you would be reading that. Yeah, yeah, this is what, yeah, exactly. This is what I mean. It's like, the quality of it isn't actually that great. Well, it's not even that it's quality. It's more the fact that that's because Rihanna wanted it, like a subtle glitter, because that's what she likes. Do you know what I mean? Mm, And I'm like, mm. but that's not what people buy. Like, at least with Kylie, she's very... 
very kind of on trend, if you want to call it. But like, mm. yeah. I don't think I've ever even looked at her make. I wouldn't even know where to buy it. Can't you, is it all just like sold out as soon as she puts it online? Though, isn't Depends. It like, There's maybe. so much of it now. There's so many collections mm. and stuff. But like, my issue with it is for me, like a makeup brand has to like become reputable, mm. and like you know, like there's certain brands that will like put out something that's really expensive like an eyeshadow palette for like 40 50 quid but it's because people know like anastasia beverly hills or whatever like people know this is a great makeup brand, or like pat mcgrath or something right people know it's like they're known to be good kylie's just like ah this is my first eyeshadow palette like fucking makeup. 45 pound and you're like how is that you know what i mean like that's what bugs me one thing is that you know they're like the price it's so expensive it's not equivalent to like the brand history like, like, you're going to have to work your way up there. Yeah, yeah. completely. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Like, like, don't just start off at that. But of course she starts off at that because she's can, a business. She's she fucking she greedy as fuck. Like, imagine I was just like, I make makeup now. It's £45. People will be like, the fuck are you? Yeah, exactly. And right, I feel like you should thing. do it, though. Maybe that's, your, maybe that's your calling in life. Maybe. I mean, Do you know Dave can actually do makeup really well? That's true. Maybe I she'd be a makeup artist. One time, I right, I got... Yeah, one time he painted my friend Ashley's face because she wanted her makeup done. And I can't actually... I never do makeup on other people. I really don't like doing it on other people. Neither do I. So then I, I made Dave do it and it was amazing. That is a rare talent, you know. Thanks. Especially, was, like, did you do the whole thing? Like, no, he did everything. Like, like mascara? like contour. He did, like, a halo Not the eye. mascara. I didn't do the mascara. You didn't do the mascara. Because oh. most makeup so artists make people eyeballs. do that themselves. Do anyway. they? Yeah, yeah. God. Most celebrities in that will just do their own mascara. But, like, yeah, he did put a halo eye. It was... Are you getting a photo up? I'm trying to get a photo up. This is not good, particularly good for a podcast, but... Yeah. Uh, well, this is good for your Instagram. First Instagram good. photo. Here it is. I did, I did that. Bloody hell, right? That is really good. Did yeah. you do the lipstick? Mm-hmm. For people that can't lipstick see, is so this is hard. Great, great podcast content. Dave can really beat a face. I feel like it's all those years of making you and watch Drag Race and making you watch YouTube makeup tutorials. Yeah, he's just learned. And I was on hand and and you know personally. Him. Look, do you know what it is? I just think that it's nice to take an interest as a cis het man <laughs> in my cishet woman partner's interests, right? Like, people are always like that. Like, you know, people just have this thing where they have, like, oh, let's keep our interests separate. What, what the fuck is it bothering What are you going to talk about? If I fucking watch a couple of makeup videos and actually take an interest in it, so the next time in the shop I can be like, hey, isn't that that thing that you like? And I'm very Makes Christmas about a lot makeup, easier. though. That's Holy very shit, true. So Dave easier. buys me the greatest Christmas presents. Like, this year, there's a makeup brand that's, like, a black-owned, it's called Juiva's Place, and they have the most pigmented eyeshadows, and it's amazing. Ah, yeah, they've got me that. Got that palette because I fucking listen. I, don't yeah. know. I mean, I, I don't even know what that is, and I actually do quite like makeup. Well, for me, I'm very like I I don't wear makeup a lot, or when I do makeup though, I like I don't like again I don't like a lot of trends of makeup. Like I can't, I don't like cut creases, I don't like fake eyelashes, or, no. so I'm I'm quite particular about makeup for that reason. And yeah, Dave gets it. He buys me good makeup. Well done. See? But when you so have you ever done makeup on yourself? 
You've put makeup on me before. No, we've thought. Have about... you ever put makeup on yourself? No, I've never done that. Yeah, you so have. You do put BB cream on all the time. Oh yeah, that's no. Yeah, oh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, different. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, there's no skill in that. Well, well that's yeah, just no, slap off. Yeah, Although skill. saying that, Tammy did have to like blend my neck in earlier on, <laughs> <laughs> and that's how pale I am. Like BB cream is like too pigmented for my skin tone. That oh, yeah. Yeah. BB cream. Like oh really? It's lighter and it's better. There's a bit more coverage. Oh yeah. BB cream is. Amazing. Okay, I will look it that up. It makes your skin just look like, oh, yeah, this is my skin. <laughs> I drink loads of water. I'm yeah, hydrating. You're just like, hmm. <laughs> because I think if you've learned to do makeup on other people, mm-hmm. like the fear for me is that, well, I already, I paint my, or do my face the way that I do my face. So if I do See. it on someone else's face, it's going to look fucking weird. Like I always put paint my freckles on and people are always like, oh, your freckles are so cute. And I'm like, oh, they're fake. And they're like, oh, do mine. And then I do theirs and they're like, they hate them. <laughs> and I'm like it's because your face isn't the yes. same as mine see people always say to me oh you're really good at makeup do my makeup and I'm like I'm only good at my own face yeah like I have really hooded eyes as well so I'm like I don't understand how to work with people that have all that eye shape room mm-hmm. like at all I think it looks weird like I find it hard to wear eyeshadow because I do have you know. have quite a big yeah. lines are look at that like like see my eyebrow and my eyes I think it'll so close and then look how close my hair is to my eyebrow there's just not room here and I'm I just am like literally so the opposite oh my god you could fucking park a bus in there holy shit I know you I can really th- do drag makeup without blocking out your eyebrows I know wow but I just don't no it, it does make me look really weird like well, I look no, very stainy mine's are like I'm gonna have to get that plastic surgery with that loose skin it's gonna like hang over my eyes when I'm old That'll be my first plastic surgery. Please, people, donate to the Patreon. <laughs> Just kidding. It's not for plastic surgery. Or is it? <laughs> to be uh, continued. You can wait, because I want my fucking chin implants. You should get the... Um, chin implants, yes. And Yeah. Yeah, um, I said that to you. Filler. You can get filler in filler, your chin. Yeah. Uh, um, well, you know. This is now became a plastic surgery Bank podcast. Roller, guys. Do you Let's know quite happen. a lot about plastic surgery? I do watch a lot of same, videos. Me, same. Um, oh, have you ever watched? Because the Korea is the plastic surgery capital of the world. So I've not watched any of that. Oh stuff. my god, there's so many. Because there's this thing called Doc Finder where people get surgery. Like they like it's a whole service that like helps you with like people like to translate and everything for you. And there's so many videos people thinking their whole journey. Wow, it's amazing. Well, I watch them on YouTube. And what, all what are the they kind of getting done? Like most oh, of like their face. shaving their face bone. Shit. So like brutal. And like okay, obviously so like no. eye surgery. So in different parts of Asia perhaps they get like eye surgeries or like nose or whatever. But it's like a lot and they'll like all in one sitting. Shit. It's intense. Mm. I just think that must be so weird when you like wake up and you're like Yeah, you must feel like you've been in a car accident. Like, I don't think I'm I a, have the balls to get, actually get plastic surgery. Yeah, exactly. I'm the same. Like I got <laughs> I got a filler in my lips last year. <gasps> Did you? And it was, like, it wasn't even that much of a difference, but I genuinely thought that I was, like, Kylie Jenner. <laughs> and there, like, wasn't that much of a difference. <laughs> well, that's funny bringing us back to lip. So... But she's just... Isn't re- it so funny that she's, she's just re- built, removed her lip fillers, which is absolute bollocks. Yeah, because she, she literally it, yeah. didn't have a top lip. No, she didn't. But isn't it so funny to, like, that you could... I mean, it's kind of amazing... That you can build an empire of makeup. Predominantly, the lip kits are what her make her most money from someone who famously didn't have lips and got. Yeah, isn't that like kind of mouth like a paper cup? She really did. Yeah, she did. I mean, 
I am all for people getting whatever they want done plastic surgery wise and I completely understand why she would want to get them done I think she maybe went a little far yeah because it started to like have that bit in the middle which is you know it starts to build up and it just didn't look good yeah so I think it looks better now that it's been removed but to say that it's been removed completely it's a lie I mean I think that Kylie just needs to understand, but I was going to say to understand how the world is, but then I remember a really old episode of the Kardashians mm. where like her and Kendall were young and um, Bruce thought, when he was Bruce, thought that they needed to be like, like they had this really sheltered, privileged life. So he took oh them. Oh my God, yes. Remember that? He took them to like a, a, like a homeless shelter. And, like, they got toured around that and, like, they met kids their age. And, but that was the problem. But they came away with, like, really warped perceptions of, like... Well, they were, and they they were like, oh, yeah, you know, they were very, like, oh, yeah, it's just, like, crazy that people, like, live like that. And it's so sad, like, so sad. And I'm like, yeah, that's the thing. That's that's the depth that they can go to. It's just so sad. it's, it's, It's not even really penetrating because I guess they were probably too old. Mm. And did they did what they did they help them when they were there? No, they kind of just hung out with them, one of the it. girls. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They kind of didn't really have because I think, I think they said that the other sisters, like you know the older ones, they I think their dad used to make them like work in a soup kitchen or something. So sure. like, I don't know, but like yeah, it was like that's the thing with with I think the the big problem with the whole Kylie thing is that I just don't even think she'll ever understand. No, it's too far removed from her entire existence. Well, think of the way they live. They live in these gated communities and, like, the the people around them are also, like, multi-multi-millionaires. Yeah. Like, it's not like she's meeting anyone from the ghetto, you know what I mean? Like, she... And even if she meets people from the ghetto, she's still not going to understand that, you know? Make her do, like, a wife swap situation. Like, make her mm. live For in a that. year, though. Well, that's the thing, because it's very easy to handle those things for, like, two days. Yeah, exactly. You know, shit gets real after, you know, a week on week on week. I don't know. What do you think, Dave? Tax them at 99% and if they don't pay it, kill them. I mean... <laughs> what do you think, Emma? That that would work. I don't know. I find it really difficult because... This, is, this might be controversial, but... It's kind of not her fault. It's kind of so far removed from her... Yeah. Like, I, I almost feel kind of sorry for people like that well, because yeah. they don't really understand what life is about well, and they'll yeah. never really probably feel very fulfilled and the people that surround them mm. are usually very false and money grabbing. Like, imagine your mum being your manager. Imagine growing up in an environment where you're basically just well, a they product. they kind of never had a chance, yeah. Like, and I know Kylie's talked... Even though I don't like Kylie, I have seen her, some of her show, and she did talk since she actually doesn't like being famous mm. like it she kind of has no choice I mean, it's very yeah. easy to see on your tv show though isn't it i don't like being famous it is, it is yeah it and is i completely. think if you took it away now she'd probably feel very like i'm like yeah. cool go work at mcdonald's yeah exactly but then she couldn't because she no. still always be kylie jenner so yeah you're she's kind of is forced in it but like i guess that's the thing there's good and bad points to it but i know what you're saying with that like we are sort of blaming this sort of capitalist institution we're kind of blaming it on this, like, 21-year-old girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, she's not the first almost billionaire. Like, like look at Paris Hilton. Like, well, but not even, let's not even worry about Paris. Let's not try and convince Lisa to, to 
criticise Paris Hilton. Oh, I love Paris Hilton. I'm sorry, Paris, she, didn't, she was wrong. Fuck no, her. like, Paris no. Hilton's music is, like, up there with my favourite music of all time. Stars are blind, is that the song? Yeah. Yeah, no, love her. But I know what you're saying, and she comes from a pure evil, like, family. Yeah, and it's like, we are now in the age where everything you put online, like, any mistake, any micro-mistake that you maybe make in mm. your life is, like, under speculation. And, like, I know from, like, going from having not that many followers to having, like, 40,000 followers that, like, if I make a mistake or say yeah. something, that could cost me my entire business. Totally. Not that, like, I think that I'm going to do that, but there is, the like, pressure, a point where yeah. you're, like, you start to doubt yourself, you start to, like, worry about your sense of humour uh-huh. and, like, things that you might say that might be misconstrued mm. and, like, you go on stuff and you don't know people and they maybe, like, edit you in a funny way so you say something that wasn't actually what you said and it's just, like, all of these pressures. Like, I don't kind of blame her for wanting to fucking ignore it all and just be like, I'm... Fuck off. Well, again, like I said, like, like we are sort I'm of taking so rich, that, I don't fucking care. Yeah, well, we're sort of taking that huge thing. Like, let's face it, there's a lot of issues, there's a lot of billionaires and millionaires that we should be dragging before we drag yeah. her. That is true. I do think that article that I referenced earlier that was like on the woman that said like, ooh, we wouldn't be doing that, she was called Kyle. It's a little bit ironic in a week where everyone has been literally dragging Elon Musk to hell and back yeah. for being a fucking idiot. He is an idiot. Though. He's an absolute I was reading about him earlier on. I still don't really understand. Who is he? He's just he a billionaire. Um, has he got something to do with like, gamers? Basically, he is a business... Did he PayPal? Or was it PayPal? No, no, that's going, That's the other guy oh. uh, who, who we talked about a while back. The guy that drinks the blood. Elon uh. Musk basically is a businessman that pays people to invent things for him. And then... Kids on like he's a pure inventor slash engineer. Right. Slash Wait, innovator. is that the T? I thought he was an. Did he invent his own name, or was he born with that name? That's he's South African. Do you so know what he invented? His hair that's plugs. an amazing name. His hair plugs that he got. Yes, he invented those. He invented hair plugs. No, he, no, he invented his own them. ones. They have Bluetooth in them. <laughs> No, they don't. No, they don't. <laughs> yeah. For a split second, I was that, like, and he makes okay. those cars, those Teslas, uh, and apparently. I saw this picture on Twitter the other day. There is this giant abandoned parking lot full of Teslas that the people are speculating it's just like the shell of the car that they do for tax write-off purposes. He's basically he likes rockabilly. That's something about him oh, that he didn't that's know. Something about so him. you immediately hate him. Sorry to anyone that likes rockabilly that's listening, but your taste is awful. At least it's rockabilly. not. Um... I just had to think about what rockabilly oh, was. Well, I was say, what's worse? Oh, I can't remember. That was good content. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, and then obviously he took his fucking stupid fucking invented submarine to the cave in Thailand and it wouldn't fit around the bends and a guy called him an idiot for getting in everyone's way and he called him a pedo on Twitter yes what is this thing about someone calling a pedo one of the actual one of the British divers who did help with getting the little, rescue. Yeah, yeah, which Dave was very invested in. Hugely invested. <laughs> yeah, my um, boyfriend was also very invested. Yeah, weirdly, Dave was like the boys. We had about the little. I was like, what? <laughs> well, again, the waterhogs. No, the, the wild boars. The boars. Wild boars the yeah. boars are out. <laughs> Don't mention boars around Elon Musk. Yeah, so like apartheid humour. Basically, <laughs> lol. Um, so like, basically, yeah. So the guy, and it's not like he said it. The, the, someone was interviewing the the diver guy, 
And they asked him about Elon Musk, and he was like, I think it was all press thing. Like, he wasn't even there. It would never have worked. Like, he's just an idiot. He did say he could stick a submarine where it hurts. Yeah, because he was like, that's for. It, look, let's face it, that one guy died, the Navy, the. the, the, the that, it was a really fucking intense thing. For Elon Musk just made it a fucking thing about his fucking dumb submarine. Yeah. It was so distasteful. You could see why someone that was would involved get annoyed. In that would be annoyed. Yeah, yeah. And he was just like, oh, he's an idiot. And so Elon Musk called him a pedo. Yeah. Right. So Elon Musk in the tweets had said, I was there of all the days. I didn't see that guy there once. Like He really doubled down on it as well. Like, he said, like, I'll bet you a signed dollar that he like he's because he because he's a British expat in Thailand, I'll bet you a signed dollar that he's a pedo. Taking us back to episode three of this podcast there. Jesus. Are all British people that go to Thailand pedophiles? Who knows? Ah yeah. I mean I do hate that word expat. But anyway, like <laughs> Sorry. Um <laughs> But seriously though, like what? 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 I mean, in reality, again, you can tell so much about Elon Musk by that response. Yeah, to just be shit. Oh, I didn't even see him there. He's a pedo. Like what? Well, surely if he was a pedo, he'd want to be there. Do you know what I mean? I mean <laughs> wow, that makes wow. no sense. Well, that is true. Like that is I mean, true, I guess. what? I guess there are other twelve-year-old like, boys. Yeah, I know. It's yeah, probably easier like, to access. It's probably easier to get them out, not within a cave. Yeah. Um, well, yeah, true, true. <laughs> but then he could also be a hero, which is like the the thing that he would hide behind. Yeah, that's true. So I mean, like they need like a sub story, like good PR. So you're on Elon Musk's side about this? No, no, I'm just saying <laughs> that like, it like you are Elon Musk is like contradicting the, himself a little bit. You're yeah. kind of going pretty hard into the diver was a pedo camp. I mean, what? I absolutely have no well, idea about any of this. It. Let's face it. We should drag someone like Elon Musk before we drag yeah. Kylie. And let's face it, she didn't say she was self-made. No, and also I think a lot of the people that are the problem, like, are the people that are buying. Her product. Well, this is this is the tea about this, right? If you have a problem with it, don't buy it. Yeah. Like the Kardashians, and I've said this. I actually wrote an article about Kim when she went to meet Donald Trump mm-hmm. about the release of the woman and it was in prison, and people were being shady to Kim, right? And again, like, do I think the Kardashians are feeding into like a horrible, like materialistic capitalist idea? Yes. Do I think that's wrong? Yes. Do I think that some fucking random fucking bitch from Kaluasas is like the the centre of all this. No, she didn't create this. Like, ultimately the she's Kardashians merely a puppet. are famous. Yeah, but they're famous. They're at these pedestals because we put them there. Yeah, exactly. If you don't like them, don't fucking watch them. You don't want Kylie money, don't buy your shit. Exactly. Don't let anyone buy your shit. Like, I don't follow any of them on Instagram. I have very little interest in watching any content that they create. I don't buy their stuff. Like, I, it's just like irrelevant to me. Mm whether or not they exist Mm -hmm. and I don't think it's fair to allow people to kind of like put them there and then point the finger at them well I also think that people don't understand how much the money the beauty industry makes and I think that's what people are shocked about like the majority of Kylie's money is from her beauty brand but um, Pat McGrath who is an African American makeup artist who is like the big greatest makeup artist in the world her brand has made more money than Kylie's you like which is amazing thank god but like yeah uh, beauty brands big beauty brands now just make that much money yeah it's so, a like, huge industry apart, I think people were shocked at that though because I think people are like how is she that rich and I'm like well she's got a fucking huge makeup brand it's making that much money yeah and also it's like we live in a society where the majority of women are shamed if they don't look a certain way so if you're not wearing makeup then 
Do you know what I mean? It's, it just feeds into one another. Also, you're feeding into the kind of empty hole in your life by like filling it with like materialistic goods. Yeah, exactly. It's going to make you feel better, or it's going to get you one step closer to like Plot being twist. like. It's not. <laughs> no, it's absolutely not. No, it's very alienating. So, what's your advice? What's your final advice to Kylie Jenner? Um, don't just say to. Should I tell her to kill herself? I haven't done that in a while. No, I'm I said lay low. I think. I think. <laughs> 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 just keep your head down for a little while yeah it'll all blow, blow over there'll be another arsehole next week a part of me thinks that's gutless and like she should take responsibility of it but then in a way that's like the burden of representation like do, does every person have to fight like, you know what I mean like does every person have to do that I don't know maybe not I don't care no. what she says publicly uh, give your money away that's yeah advice. maybe do some more give your money away no give way more you can survive off. I'm going to let her keep eight hundred thousand. Can you live if you so had that in the bank? Keep. You would be able to live off that quite like a. I, I think, like the, the yeah. Well, maintain her Interest. lifestyle. I don't think she Interest. would be able to. Oh, oh no, my lifestyle. Fuck but lifestyle. hold on, wait Fuck a minute. Are we just talking no. about? We're not talking about stuff that she has like she can keep the stuff that she has right now no 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 those assets are getting stripped oh right okay sorry we're taking the assets Um, she can go get herself a little two bed (laughs) little two bed and govern do you know what she might actually be much happier well do you know um, what's his face actor guy that everyone loves Denzel Washington no Will Smith no Harvey Keitel why People think he's handsome. He's Steve in the notebook. Ryan oh, Oslin. Ryan Gosling and Eva Mendes. You know they live in like his original like two bedrooms like apartment. They like live in a tiny house and they just like. But I'm like, oh, where are you putting all that money? Then you're just holding yeah. it like a dragon in the mattress because it's not like you you're not making that money. Mm. Yeah, but like, yeah, you don't need to live like that. Give all your money away. Give half of it away. Half is at least reasonable. Yeah, you're expecting too much from people. Imagine I imagine I gave you a pizza and said, give all of it away. I would do that. Depends on the toppings. Because I don't eat pizza, I'm on a diet. Right, okay, well, okay, <laughs> right, imagine back in your, back in your fully cake-eating stage. No, no, I'd stage. push you out a window, no, absolutely. <laughs> but your fully cake-eating stage, how many boxes of ice cream Mars bars have you secretly eaten in the cupboard and not told me they even existed? I mean, oh. no, we're not in triple digits, but it can't be far <laughs> off. They are so good, though. So, like, you know, imagine to to her, her money, it's money. To you, it's ice cream Mars bars. Yeah. Do you know what? I was greedy with ice cream Mars bars. <laughs> plus, you it wasn't that, admit that. Plus, I did not have a billion ice cream Mars bars, all right? Let's just, let's not try <laughs> well, to drop that. Well, in a lifetime, eventually you will. A billion. I don't know. Well, how many, like, you two talk for a little bit. I'm going to have to work out how many ice cream Mars bars. Right. Well, most people eat, eat them, like, one at a time. Roll. Most people are like, oh, I have an ice cream Mars and eat one. Dave eats them by the box. Yeah, I do, like, I like the the OG traditional chocolate bar, but I just think there's something really special when you make it cold. <laughs> like, I love an ice cream bounty. Oh, no. I, I love a bounty, that. though. I hate bounties. See, everyone hates bounties. I think I'm the only yeah, person you that's like... If I want to eat a billion ice cream Mars bars in my lifetime... <laughs> He's back. I would have to eat... How many a day do you think I'd have to eat to eat a billion in my lifetime? Like 23. 34,482. <laughs> so 
asshole. And that's why you're a writer and not a mathematician. Maths has never been my strong suit. Let's face it. Really, never. Oh, wow. That's way more than I thought. Isn't it wild also think that means that to make a billion in your lifetime you'd have to make 34,000 a day? Wow, that is actually kind of insane. Mm. So. Well, footballers do it. They do. I just don't even know. I just don't even know what I do with that much money. But I also do know, and I know I'd be an amazing like forget forget morals about wealth. Do you think you'd be a good rich person? Brilliant, absolutely. I would have Skull Island. I would definitely (laughs) have like a piranha pit. I would get Berbatov a small exoskeleton in the style of Iron Man, so that he could wreak havoc (laughs) on my enemies. It would be amazing. Do you think like there's a difference like, between being the sort of person that like has a lot of money and gives it away and does it like that's maybe what Ryan Gosling does he just gives it away in secret and nobody fucking knows yeah, yeah, yeah. so but then it's kind of like because I have this conversation quite a lot when it comes to people like being very charitable and I sometimes hate the fact that I'm like I'll promote something to be charitable but then I'm just like well if I don't tell people then they won't know and it's not that I want to get like recognition for it it's just that I don't want them to think that I'm like sitting on loads of money does that make sense well you know what they say what's that quote about charitable being doing charity about like no no deed is oh selfless oh I Phoebe mean, from Friends no but I, I don't know is there a quote I don't know there's not a quote well, is it, oh, is it? Like the um, idea that there's no yeah the idea char- god jeez there's no such thing as a charitable act because everything you do is ultimately self-serving because you get satisfaction from helping other people yeah. Well, I think also you want to kind of promote places that people can because sometimes people maybe are willing to give more to charity, they just don't under, know where, or it can be very mm. overwhelming. There's so many charities. So perhaps if you put a charity up, people might be like, oh, I might give to that more too. Inclined. But or not even realise that there's a problem there. But at the same time, by putting it up, I guess you are sort of saying, look how good I am. Yeah. But then is, that, is there something wrong with that? I just hate. Because I feel like a I guess lot of it's time about what is the reason behind it, and the reason yeah. for you is you're trying to be like, oh, I'm not keeping this. I'm doing that. I'm giving my thing back too. Yeah, and I also like just because what I do, a lot of the time, like I feel like I'm not doing enough. I feel like so. This is what I've been really, really struggling with recently, because oh, part of it was my goddamn article on IDB Wells <laughs> for, for yeah. friends of mine. I wrote on IDB Wells, and she like living at that amount of that or, or, or like facing that much oppression like she was born a slave and like and like she wrote about slavery and about lynching and like really put her neck on the line and did so much to kind of change the world but what you know what I mean what have I done what's Nothing. the thing and that is a lot but of but then guilt. you have done something because a lot of people maybe wouldn't know who she was um, and you're like putting it out there into but it doesn't, a publication it doesn't that feels like enough you know what yeah. I mean well, maybe that's why she got herself to the point where she was at, because she'd never felt like it was enough. Mm-hmm. She got herself to a point where it was like, you're actually in, in danger. And I know at the start of her career, she although she was quite activist at the start, it was more self-serving in the way that like she wrote a lot about teacher's wages when she was a teacher and, you know, like stuff like that. So it was more directly related to her. But mm-hmm. yeah, I guess it's like something that we should all kind of strive to do a bit more. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's a bad thing to feel that desire to like help a bit more. Yeah. And I think you'd be kind of a sociopath if you didn't look at the world and think... I could do something here yeah. and make a small change. Make your privilege into a good thing. Yeah. Use your privilege to help and raise the platform of other people that do not have privileges. Yeah. yeah totally. But I also really don't enjoy when people are like, 
oh my god, you're amazing. It's just like, no, actually, I'm just trying to be an okay that person. Should, yeah, that should that's be like the, the, the yeah, the, that should be the the the, the, like, the, the start. That's yeah. just like everyone's at the same level. If you can do a little bit, it doesn't even have to be like monetary. It could be like just being nice to people, talking to people that you're like you don't talk to, or like you know checking on your grand. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like just small kind acts yeah. that make you feel like you're making a change in the world mm-hmm. like making a difference to someone else that shouldn't necessarily be like you shouldn't be praised for that but then that was one of the things that I talked about in the kind of Kim article that I wrote about that where it was like yeah I'm not saying Kim is a pure mother Teresa but like she is finally doing something good for someone in the world when she got that woman out of prison like and people are why still fucking just, why don't off? we just for now forget the bad things and negative about Kim and actually just say well done, like, for that. Cool. Good start. Good start, yeah, totally. Now, give all your money away. Yeah, everyone's got to start somewhere. Let's move on. Yeah. Okay, cool. Because you two we will could... not shut up about this. We will just talk forever. My we God. Will. Next problem. Next problem. Wait, actually, hang on. So we're going to split this into two episodes, and this will be the natural break. So, does anyone have anything they want to say that they definitely want to be in the first of these two episodes? No? No. no. Okay, cool, let's move on. Okay. Hi folks, Lisa here. That was part one of our two-part podcast special with Emma Lowe, um, who is at Pot Your Tits Away Love L U V on Instagram. Now I don't know why I'm plugging her because she has like forty-five thousand followers and we are nobodies, but it just feels right to do it. Tune in next week. We'll be doing our listener problem and a couple of other funny ones that we found online. And hope you had fun with that because we really did. I'm going to say the thing now because even though I'm recording this on my own in a cupboard and it feels really weird, it would feel wrong not to. Love you. Hello, everyone. Lady Red Couture here to let you know how I'm living. Stepping out of my white limousine, making that big city party scene. Dynasty, it ain't got nothing on me. Big daddy queen of the bourgeoisie. Mama's got money to burn. Bank note mink go cost more than you can earn. Mama's got diamonds and furs. My private jet gets me wet. Somebody call my chauffeur. to be wealthy, especially if you're white. I'm a white woman, a rich white woman.
beautiful. Oh, it doesn't get any better than this, folks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Who loves money? Who loves money? Oh, I know you do, and so do I. <laughs> what? I'm not gonna give you any. Don't you shake those tambourines at me. No! Get me out of here, you savages, all of you! Get my driver, please! 